loving ourselves is the most important contribution we can bring to the world, to the cosmos, to the family. Because if we don't love ourselves, we don't love anybody. We don't love the Mother Earth. Of course, we can do good actions, sometimes even based in fear. But to love ourselves is the most important contribution. But the most important mission is really to let it go, to forgive, to transform the heavy energies into light. That's the service we do to ourselves. The most important service is to let it go. Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting-edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. Okay, let's dive in and get started. Today's guest on the show is Jorge Luis Delgado, an Inca by birth and heritage who walks the path of the Chakaruna. His passion is to bring authentic Inca heritage, spiritual traditions, handcrafts to worldwide attention. Jorge considers the oral tradition taught in the different Inca communities as his ever-expanding higher education. And he's also written some great, great books that I've been reading recently, Inca Wisdom, Return to Joy, and Andean Awakening. Jorge, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. It's always a great honor to share from the wisdom of our ancestors, the children of the sun. Beautiful. And and Jorge, did you just arrive? Um, so you're in the United States right now. Did you just arrive yesterday or today or... Uh, well, uh, I've been in another another city, but uh, you know, I, a couple weeks almost, uh, we've been uh, in uh, Sedona at the Shaman's Gathering, and um, uh, I went to Salt Lake City to do another event there, and now we start those days some sessions and some talks here at Circles of Wisdom. Circles of wisdom, and then do you continue on in the United States, or do you head back to Peru after? Uh, I'll be going to uh, Hilton Head, Savannah, and then I return to Peru. Beautiful, beautiful. So, Jorge, uh, you know, like I said, I've been reading your book Inca Wisdom, which I which I've been loving, and you in the book you write about the transition in your life where you went from tour guide to where you said you stopped resisting and took the path of your mother, who was a spiritual healer. And I'd love you to speak about that transition that happened in your life. Well, you know, when I was a teenager, I really was escaping from everything esoteric, mystic, metaphysical, or shamanic, you know. I thought that it was too much superstition. Even, you know, my mother was... uh, a great healer, you know, he used to heal babies and and with great results. And uh, but I will not accept so much, you know. I just wanted to be a modern, scientific, rational mind, you know. <laughs> and uh, well, I guess there is no escape. <laughs> and it just happened over time, just by showing the different spiritual sites in Peru, that it just that you made that move. Yes. You know, uh, first of all, it is a little opening. 
you don't accept at once, you know, it's not from one day to other. It's oh, like everything is a process. And in that process, you know, even I had a, amazing experiences uh, when I was a child uh, with some uh, uh, energies and some people, you know, some uh, power places, but uh, I will not pay attention to it. But uh, then uh, I got some uh, crystal, you know, like a kaleidoscope and it was an antenna. And some people ask me, you have something for us, but I, I never met these people. And uh, I noticed they've been asking about the, the, the crystal I had and they use as an antenna. And they use it uh, in a place called Siyustanis, a power place near Lake Titicaca. And it was amazing that the message we got from that uh, uh, meeting, I could see in the newspapers, you know, it was about the Space Brothers. They were saying, you know, you are not going to see us tonight, but tomorrow at the 3.45, uh, we will be in Chilca. And next day, I took the group to Cusco. When we were arriving to Cusco, I saw the new paper, the news in the front of the journal, you know, a big picture of spaceship 345 Chilka. You know, <laughs> how uh, how it happened. I mean, uh, uh, it was so magical. I, I, I just had to believe that it's a real, uh, the space beings and other planets and I start to feel the energies and I start to use this uh, gift I had, you know, the, the, the kaleidoscope, the stone, the crystals in a special way. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and, and from that, um, Jorge, I, I just wanted to get into the, the, the message that you're going to be, so, so you, this workshop that you have coming up, um, becoming light is a, is a fascinating concept. I'd love you to just speak about what, um, what that means becoming light and, and some of the qualities of light that, that you talk about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, most of the people in all the traditions in the world, they talk about uh, love. They talk about light. Uh, everybody's agrees about it, but sometimes it's not easy really how you become that light. And in our tradition, we believe that we are children of the sun, children of the light. So we born with it. We born, that's why our mother says, Badara Luz, it will give the birth of light, you know? So brings the light. And uh, But then uh, there is a process of domestication. We lose our real self in a way. And then... Uh, uh, and then we we don't know really how to become light. We are so well trained in our minds to be a bright mind. Um, there is no place really in the schools or universities where they are training your bright soul or your bright heart, you know? So the point is that uh, uh, the children of the sun we have all the gifts of the Father Son, which are many, many, many qualities. Uh, so we believe that light, first of all, is love, service, and wisdom. 
And it was interesting when I was uh, a child, well, at 11 years old, I started to work on the streets and I met a, a lady and uh, uh, she, she was arriving from a town and then uh, I took her to some hotel. She stayed there and then she says, take me to a good restaurant. I guide the restaurant and she says, stayed for dinner. And then he says, we go to your home. I said, no, 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 no. My family is going to be very upset, you know. How come you bring somebody that nobody knows in my family? But I don't know how she started a ceremony there because I went to tie my dog. It was bargain. And then she, she returned to the same city where she came. And she said, I finished my work. And I said, wait a moment. She's, she's lying. She, she arrived and now is here and... I saw she's not working. I mean, I didn't know that that what kind of work she was doing. Anyway, she will show up in a kind of dreaming in Machu Picchu. After I had a, a tour, I was guiding there. I went to a small cave that there is there. I used to go there to meditate or to do some dreaming. So I was doing some dreaming there and then she show up and she said, you took me to your home. Now I will show you my home. And on the way, she will say that uh, what I was understanding as light, that light is love. There is no love that it's not in service. So all light is love in service. All light is wise. There is no light that it's not wise. So I start to understand that the Inca heritage, you know, it's so profound about the light. Even the name of Inca, the word Inca, it comes from two other words, in from inti, ka from kana, from clear, transparent. Inca, it's in this reality where we manifest that light. So the Father Son is like a portal that he let flow the luminosity of the light through his body. This light force energy we know as love, as munai. Munai is the force of light that creates and that is in service to all life. So understanding that light is love. So how we become that light? Because what we said, it's just information. You are light, you say, agree. You are love, agree. But how you manifest that, how you really, you really can use that power because that's the real power. That's the strength of everybody. So this, we believe that you are light by loving yourself, by accepting the inner wisdom, by being in service, to the light, being in service to the heart of Pachamama, which is the divine mother, cosmic mother. You know, in the Andes, we are so devoted to the mother, but we learn from the father son so much. He's the most luminous teacher we have in all over the world. And everybody in the world, we have the same master and our master teacher every day after the night he shows us the way of 
clarity. That clarity is so important for us to really make easy the way to love ourselves. Because, you know, if we are carrying some heavy energies, it's not easy to love ourselves. The self-love is much easier when we let go the old perception about ourselves. This is unblocking. And the blockages are the heavy energies that comes from the energies we experience in the past that doesn't come from love. Okay, so anything that doesn't come from love is heavy. Anything that starts with fear, any, anything that we are judging, victimizing, you know, there is so many ways that when we carry a strong, heavy energy, that energy is alive and needs some food. Everything that's alive needs food. What kind of food? The heavy energy needs heavy energy food. So that's why the humans, we have in the tendency to search what's wrong in the world. We try to find always good excuses to be unhappy. You know, not necessarily thinking I will be unhappy. No, in some, in some very, you know, unique way through the news, through the, you know, the, the media, we search anything that's heavy energy, it hooks the humans, it's very unusual kind of attachments the humans we have. When we remember about ourselves, our histories, what we remember very easily is the heavy energies. Even we say that the past, it's not behind. The, the, the past is in front of us. It's all those heavy energies that we cannot stop seeing it until we forgive, until we find the gift of that experience until we see the wisdom of everything that we went through brings some, some gift, some uh, remembering of our essence. So that essence that it's love, we experience in a deeper level when we start to be grateful with ourselves, when we start to accept our gift, when we release that resistance. So loving ourselves is the most important contribution we can bring to the world, to the cosmos, to the family. Because if we don't love ourselves, we don't love anybody. We don't love the mother earth. Of course, we can do good actions, sometimes even based in fear, but to love ourselves is the most important contribution. But the most important mission is really to let it go, to forgive, to transform the heavy energies into light. That's the service we do to ourselves. The most important service is to let it go. So we accept the inner wisdom as we clarify the densities of our histories. And most of the time, the densities of the histories is what remembers us, how we have to face life from the ego or from the inner sun, from that light that we are, from our hearts. The discernment with our hearts always brings much wisdom. So we accept that 
Each of us is a wise person. Each of us, we are an endless spring of love. So we are light by loving ourselves, accepting the wisdom and being in service to that light from where life comes. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, that is, because I was gonna ask you about the inner sun, but um, so Jorge, f forgiveness is a huge piece of, piece of it, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, definitely. Sort of... Yeah, uh, it's, it's very important to forgive yourself too, because as much you surrender to forgive yourself, you can forgive others, you know? Because if you don't do the practice to forgive yourself, it's not that easy to forgive others. But it's not only to others, it's really cutting the attachment with that energy. You know, when we understand that we are unblocking ourselves by forgiving, it's much easier for us to pull out these heavy energies. Most of the time, many people come to the healing session with me and, and people says, okay, I wanna, I wanna cut all these heavy energies. And, uh, but I ask the people to pull out those experiences. And some people says, I, I can't forgive. But uh, when we move with the storms, when we move with intent, when we clarify in our hearts, always is possible to forgive. Only in the mind, we think it's not possible. But when we do the discernment with our heart, always is possible. So the forgiveness is obviously is not about the other, it is about you. And there is when we see how one of the qualities of the light, you know, the first one, clarity, transparency. Because when we are, we are carrying those blockages, uh, we don't see life very clear. We have so many doubts. We have so much uh, worries, you know, about the future. We have so much uh, attention to the past. So the mind, it is too noisy that sometimes uh, we cannot stop talking between the people, you know. It's difficult to be with ourselves. It's much, much more difficult to be present when we carry heavy energies in the emotional body in special. So it is important for us to give a new interpretation based in the discernment in our hearts where it happens, the process of transformation. And then always we can blow because in our hearts, in the inner sun, we have our own flame, but also the flame of the divine mother and the divine father, Pachamama and Pachatata. From there, we can blow anything heavy. So this light doesn't fight. It's just with that presence, without judging, it moves any shadow, okay? So it's so potent, so powerful. And when you have the experience, you just cry and you see that you are powerful and you can transform your life. 
but we need to do some practices in order to bring more courage. That means more heart, because courage comes from the heart, le corps in French. So this heart needs to be uh, fitted with more light. So that's why we greet ourselves every day. You know, in our hearts, we surrender the light of the Father Son or the Galactic Son or the light from the Divine Mother. We can do it in different ways. So we can see much clearer, but we don't see only with the physical eyes. We see with the 11 eyes. The seven chakras, you know, it's the seven eyes plus two physical left and right nine. Above the bubble of light that we are, we have on the top is one eye that's the pop with the eye of the bubble. And under the root, we have another, has a funny name, we call Sikinyawi, the eye of the bat. Very important too, you know, the, the eye of the bat to release the heavy energies. Anyway, so we do some practices to cleanse the 11 eyes. So we change the perception that we have of life and we establish a different relationship, you know, with uh, all what is surrounding us, which is even our home, our cars, but first, of course, our family, the neighbors, our relation with life in general. So cleansing, you know, letting go, purifying, forgiving, all we can do in different modalities with the mothers, the mother wind, the mother fire, the mother, uh, mother earth, mother lake, mother sea, you know. So everybody is to assist, to support you in your process. So then we can, as much we practice connecting with that light, being present, we are opening the conduct of light so we can shine, we can illuminate, we can bring more warmth, you know, the affection. All those are qualities of the light. But each of our, each quality we can find in ourselves. For example, how do you know if you are warm or cold? Uh, you see it in the self-conversation. You use warm words or cold words. The mind quick answer will be, I am warm person. But when you see the kind of words you use, you say, oh, maybe I'm not that warm because I often use I'm not good enough in this and that, whatever. You know, there is so, so many beliefs about our limitations, about all beliefs about the perception of ourselves in a very negative way. You know, Hartmut Institute found that 90% of the human thoughts are negative thoughts, 90%. And it's incredible, we believe 100% of them. There is a beautiful saying in the Andes that this reality with the mother earth, with the Pachamama, with the divine mother, cosmic mother, this reality always is more generous than our thoughts, you know, because we have that tendency, you know, to believe in our thoughts that most of the time are lies. So we see the thoughts are positive or negative, but when we observe those thoughts, those words, 
just by observing, we are already starting a huge process of transformation. Because you start to clarify that those thoughts doesn't come from your heart, from your real self. It's just the mind. And the point of view you have is according to what you experienced in the past. Okay? So the attachment to that energy from the past that we don't release give us a point of view. So the importance to release is vital. As much as we clarify the past, we are clarifying the future. Because when we let it go, what we see in front of us, the past, it's not going to attract the same experiences anymore. As you know, we keep attracting the same experiencing because as much we pay our attention in the, in the past, in the heaviness of the past, we keep asking the same energy. I mean, it is the, the magnet, you know, when our friends in this book, The Secrets, they, they say, you are a magnet. That's correct. We are a magnet attracting the energies that we don't let it go. We are attracting based on the perception we have about ourselves. Even you can do a beautiful dream in practice, but if you don't let it go, we are in trouble. So it's interesting to see as much you observe the affection to yourself, it becomes stronger. The love to yourself, it is more clear. And you can feel that love to yourself. It comes from the love of the Divine Mother to you. So it's huge, the step we do when we let it go when we observe the kind of energies that comes from our heart and from our mind. Of course, it's not the enemy, the mind, is the way how we use it, you know? And most of the time in our world, the reason why is how it is now, we are in that process to shake all the heaviness. That means that anything that doesn't belong to the truth, it falls down. Everything that doesn't belong to the light is upside down. Okay? So that's the hard way that the humans we remember, we learn. The return to joy, it's really when we go through our process. Okay? We arrive to our essence. So Pachakuti is the name of the cycle. But it's not only a pachakuti with all these situations. It is a positive thing to shake everything that doesn't belong to us. You know, it, it's global. And what is important to know is that now we have the pachakuti, but all wilkakuti. This pachakuti is guiding us to the wilkakuti, which is the return to the light the return to love, the return to wisdom, the return to divine, the return to sacred. Life sacred. All life us is sacred. It's the return to the sun. But in many ways, even in the physical body, you know, for, the, for to make stronger the immune system for any kind of pandemias, nowadays people is convinced that we need to make stronger the, the, the immune system. Right. And it has to do with vitamin D, vitamin D, the main source is the father's son. So there is so many aspects for different bodies 
for the mental, emotional, spiritual. Spiritual is already shining there, but it's the importance to reconnect all our bodies. That is the real taripaipacha, the time to find yourself. We are in that cycle now. Mm -hmm. and, and these are just, you know, if, if someone does have that heavy energy and um, is sort of consumed by that. So, I mean, th this is just a, like you said, this is a process of practices. This is a process. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Yes. Life is proportional. Everything in life is proportional. As you have a great gift, you have a weakness. You maybe notice the most talented people, they have some weakness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the talented people with the egos, is, it's nothing. I can control it. I will handle it. But if they belong to some addiction lineage, then they are in trouble. They try to self-medicate and they fall in the hole. And this, this moment when they are in a very deep, you know, depression or alcoholism and drugs or whatever, uh, you know, then they see some light, some, uh, some vision. Uh, arrives the moment they, they make a, a choice. They want to heal themselves. But before that is, doesn't happen. It had to happen something strong when the people says, okay, I have to heal myself. So the first step is acceptance. That's the condor process. We also call the wink of the condor, four winks. <laughs> first, acceptance. You know, when the condor is soaring, uh, is looking for food. And when the condor finds food, even touch the food, but doesn't eat immediately. The condor flies as much far possible. Okay? That's separation, disattachment. Everything is still connected, but this is just as example. The separation is to see the big picture. You're still connected with that, but when you see the big picture, you see how it's interconnected, how it's interdependent, how it's proportional and reciprocal. Okay? So then there is the discernment with the heart. Okay? Acceptance, separation, discernment with the heart where the wisdom comes. And the fourth is the wisdom. So if I if I feel that uh, I awake in the morning, I, I say, I, I I'm, I'm feeling a little bit sad today. Open the window and say, ah, it's because it's cloudy. I can lie in my mind very easily. But in the emotional body, the truth is there. So you, when you accept it's there, so you can face it. That is the honesty with yourself. That is... The other quality of the light, that's clarity and transparency. And the transparency, you can see that, uh, no doubt, there is some energy I'm dealing with, it's heavy. So about to let it go, it is the process to observe, interconnect. What activates that kind of energy in me? What... Um, what can burn, what we can do. There are so many ways. 
So, but just by observing, it's it's it starts a great process. And the discernment with the heart is vital, because if I use only my mind, and I will say I have so many good reasons to be unhappy, <laughs> to be sad, you know, to be to be in the condition that I am. Okay, so the thing is how you come to your heart, how you you can clarify that the discernment you are thinking with the heart with the presence of the mind mother divine mother that awareness is so important because always they had been there always will be there okay supporting our path and always when we go by our heart we we see the gift that's the fourth step so when the condor is soaring for food sees, touch, accepts, it's there. Flies high, sees nearby, there is a hole, for example. And there is a little hole with some Majan pumas. So this one, uh, the condor will say, oh, this food was brought by the mother of these pumas. So two choices, I can take it or I can let these pumas eat. So the condor decides to let the, the pumas eat. So they will, they will grow faster and they will bring more food for the future. So made a decision, you know, that discernment with the heart. Obviously, when we are thinking with the stomach or with the liver, you know, we do the wrong thing. That is different than with the heart. Mm. So thinking with the heart is the process what brings the wisdom. Mm. Like that in all aspects of life. So the other quality is the brightness. You know, we we are always uh, preparing ourselves in the schools, universities, you know, to be a bright mind. So the importance to see the brightness of ourselves, our soul, and our heart. How is that brightness? It's like the pyrite brightness which is similar to the gold brightness. So it's important to see what you choose to be really a great conductor, to be that conduct of the refined energies. That is the gold, you know? Mm -hmm. So the brightness of the heart and the soul is what really elevates you. That is the love to yourself. That is the inner wisdom. That is when you love the Mother Earth and your attitude in life is experiencing life with wisdom. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. That's that's amazing. You 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 wrote, um, you know, it was interesting because when you were writing about the inner sun in the book, mm -hmm. you, you, you talk about how when we are conscious of the inner sun that comes from father son, we live a life in an enthusiastic, conscious, and inspired way. We are aware that the purpose of life is to enjoy it. Mm. And I mean, that enjoyment is, is such a, seems like such a big part of it. Mm. To, to, like, I, I love the simplicity of just how you put it. The purpose of life <laughs> is to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a, another simple way is really to connect with your spirit. That is what we call in your spirit 
you have the Inca heart. We call the Inca heart. That is the heart that is always happy. Mm. In this heart, we don't need a good reason to be happy. <laughs> you know? mm. So you are always happy in your spirit. Only in the mind, you know, is always with the worries, you know, about the past, the future, whatever. So we are not so present. You are present. You, you can be serious, but there is a joy inside. Mm. Okay. So I believe all the ascended masters, all the saints, or whatever we call in different traditions, the ones who got the process to elevate their frequencies, they are in that state of joy. So that is the enthusiasm for life. You know, there is a word we use in Spanish, fulgurancia. The father-son is that, fulgurant. All these qualities are qualities of the father-son, but every children of the son has the same qualities. So we are bright, we are warm, we are uh, transparent, we are enthusiastic for life. But that fulgurancy, it's like the enthusiasm. I was giving some, some lecture or some workshop in Greece, in Athens and in Thessaloniki. And there they told, oh, you speak some Greek. I said, no, I don't speak any word. No, you speak many. And they showed me that many words that we use in different languages are Greek, based in the Greek roots. So they say one of these words is enthusiasm, which comes from enteos. That means that when the gods are inside of you, it's that's true that it is when you are with your divine self, okay? When you are aware of that light that you are. So the seventh quality of the light is the awareness of the light. I used to use sometimes enlightenment, but one of my teachers says, you know, that is, it's sophisticated in a way, very simple, it is, the awareness of the light. What is the awareness of the light? It's when you are aware that light, the light is love, is in service, and it's wise. So, of course, for the mind, it's not easy to accept that you are wise. See, in the mind, we think that, you know, we are not good enough to be wise. I mean, we need some many certificates, many initiations, many, many degrees, you know, to get to that wisdom. In reality, that wisdom it comes from your endless spring of wisdom. That's why wisdom, there is only one wisdom. We believe that's why they have one word that is yachai, that's wisdom. Yachai, Y-A-C-H-A-Y, it's a palindrome word. We can see from left to right, from right to left, it's the same. So it's only about the access to the wisdom that's your heart. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, Jorge, service, you, you write, is that to serve has become the central activity of your existence. Can, can you just speak to what you mean by that? Yes, it is your existence based in your heart. All your habits, all what you do in life is service. Just your presence is service. When you are bringing this conversation, it's a great service. When you are feeling it, 
service. We are dealing with high frequencies, angry. And you are ready because it resonates with you, you see? Because it's easy, it's simple, and you, you feel it. So this is the service. And you are anchoring the blessings of the multiverse. But when you are aware of it, your service becomes more conscious in what you do in life. Okay? But what, if you are in that state of consciousness, that higher consciousness brings you to the place where you have to be in a more potent way of your life sharing. So that light, that love, that is, is the service. There is no love that's not in service. So there is no difference between love and service. Okay. But in, in some traditions, we believe that service has to do with the religion. No, what you do is service. For example, in the Andes, we don't have the word work. So we don't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? We have Yankai. Yankai is your talent, is your gift, is the way how you give a hand to the Mother Earth, to the Divine Mother, to Divine Father, to the Masters. And that's a great joy to give a hand. But work, we consider more a punishment. Huh? I have to work. You know, Monday is not easy day, you know, because <laughs> it is a different perception of our life. Okay. And if we are doing too automatic in a routine, that we move some way automatic, we are not connected with our essence, with our light. That's why it's important every day to remember that light as we awake. Always, I ask my friends, one practice every day, first observe what, what is the first thought you have when you awake. Mm. And most of the people says, what I have to do, what I have to face, you know, or remembering the, it's all about remembering, remembering what I have to do, remembering the histories, remembering to prepare coffee or to pray or to, what what do you remember? And most of the time it's the agenda. Mm. So we become in to-do beings instead of to be. So if you remember that light in you, that's the extra. Mm. The extra is that love, service, and wisdom that's in your heart. If you apply that in the ordinary life, what do you have? Extraordinary life. Mm. Guarantee when you love, when your heart you put your heart in whatever you do, it becomes extraordinary. And you enjoy it. Okay? Mm. So it's different, the perception. We start to feel that we are blessed to have that job and to be in service. And we do always from the heart the best. Mm. Beautiful. So beautiful. Jorge, is there anything else that you would like to um, 
say before we we finish up here is there any anything that you'd like to share with our listeners uh well the the importance uh, to remember every day uh it is a contribution to life remembering that light if we see the sun you know if we are in an area where we can see the sun rising it's even better mm. you know to awake at that time so if you awake early in the morning that means that you are sleeping two days two days i mean one day from the middle of the night the, the day to the middle of the night some hours of the before middle of the night and the next hours after the middle of the night is very beneficial for your system for the immune system the recovery because there are different frequencies after and before the middle of the night it's important from both that's why we sleep two nights you can sleep seven or eight hours because two days is too much for some people mm. but the next and the, the sunrise or in the morning anytime you awake surrender to that light as much you see the light in your heart you will see in everybody you see everybody is shining everybody is a luminous being you see in the others what you see inside of you so you also change the perception what we, what you used to see in the others okay so that it's magical as much you see that as much you feel that love you don't judge others thank you very much great honor to be oh. in your circle thank you you too Jorge last thing where where can people go if they if they want to learn more about your workshops or and we can put a link up but um is there anywhere you'd like people to go to find more out about you or um or well those days we are in the circles wisdom uh knitting and but uh, in my facebook Jorge Delgado or, or in instagram a little bit we are Jorge Luis Chacaruna and uh, you know you can find in amazon my books inca wisdom um, and the awakening and the other book is machu picchu the city of the children of the sun in amazon electronic you can find my books or in peru mm. <laughs> <laughs> we can be guiding you to machu picchu and now you know we have some other trips by the ley line of the archangel gabriel uh archangel michael in uh, in Europe in Italy and then we go to Egypt and next year we are going also to Tierra de Fuego the South Andes of South America uh, flying with the condors and doing the expedition to escape from the jail of the mind mm. prison of the mind because you know we go to Ushuaia that the first inhabitants were were the prisoners okay but it's beautiful landscape you know we use the power places in order to feed the soul in order to change the frequencies that we are used to it's so important to change you know the environment the, the to see from a different perspective with the inca wisdom you know contemplating the beauty of the mother that's the way how the mother speaks to us through beauty So my friend there is so many ways to connect we are already connecting and and I hope that another opportunity we can talk another aspects of our uh, incarnation. Oh, would love it. Thank you so much Jorge. This was an honor. Uh, for me, Thank you. Oh, my pleasure.
Thank you for listening to The Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.